Well, they say a week is a long time in politics, and it certainly has been over the last seven days, only today. Boris Johnson's government seems to be disintegrating. Senior members of his uh, inner circle are resigning, and there's talk he may stand down maybe early next year, but that won't be the topic for this evening. We want to speak this evening about the COVID update. There's been a breakthrough, apparently. They've got a vaccine, which apparently is 90% successful. Tomorrow in America, in Washington, D.C., there's going to be a huge pro-Trump rally. And I saw in the papers about half an hour ago, there'll be a huge counter rally. So it could be very violent. It's a very ugly uh, scene to behold. And we also want to speak about some of our very bizarre ministry experiences. Let's bring in uh, Brother Martin uh, into our live stream. And uh, let's bring good evening. Brother Patrick. Martin, can you hear us loud and clear, brother? Loud and clear at the moment, James. Wonderful. Patrick, are you able to hear us both loud and clear? I can indeed. And greetings to everybody who is joining Wonderful. us this evening. Praise the Lord. Well, we want to continue to do these live weekly uh, messages. We were able to do uh, two this past week. We did one on Saturday with Sister Helen. And of course, last Thursday, Patrick, Martin and myself. So we want to continue, Lord willing, doing at least one, perhaps two a week, we will see. There's so much news to discuss. Uh, the COVID vaccine has been uh, arrived at, apparently. Still a lot of uncertainty in America at the moment. But let's start uh, on the subject of the COVID vaccine. They are saying it will be 90% successful, which is something <laughs> interesting. Martin, what are your thoughts about this so-called breakthrough on the COVID uh, vaccine? Well, I mean, uh, it's being glorified at the moment, James. Uh, various new newspapers, as soon as it, this hit the news, uh, one of the, uh, the headlines was uh, the, the saviors of the world james and uh the uh, the next title on another newspaper was our little bottle of hope so we can see where all of this is going i mean it's it certainly uh, in fact the surprising thing about this is the technology behind it james it's the rna not the dna the rna synthetic uh tampering with the the genetic sequences uh very clever what they've done um, but uh, I have got a, a little bit of uh, information here on the, uh, the their actual company, which I'll read out once we uh, uh, get uh, Patrick, brother Patrick, into the, uh, the, the 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 conversation here. But uh, personally, I don't think it's the uh, the it's the beginning of of nowhere. I, that's what I think, James. It's not really going to lead to any significant uh, uh, cure for the masses. Patrick, what do you think? Um, well, first of all, the company making the, uh, the medicine is a firm called Pfizer. And they had mm. a very financial uh, product which they launched probably about 20 years ago called Viagra. And they made a lot of money about it. And I noticed they're the ones which seem to have been given this contract to have it. This week, I was listening to an elderly doctor on the radio as I was driving along, and he was saying he'd been a doctor for 60 years. And through his career, many drugs had come onto the market for diabetes, for lung cancer, uh, angina, and all sorts of problems. And he said usually from the start of the drawing board to when it was actually launched was years. 
And yet this drug, which is suddenly, as Martin said, the great hope that we're supposed to be <laughs> bowing down to and welcoming, has happened within months from, uh, from being tested to put in bottles to being approved by the medical health authority to be in the shops to give out. And it seems he was saying it's unheard of. And he certainly wouldn't be taken to all because he doesn't think that it has been thoroughly tested. Uh, he thinks they, the politicians have got to get something on the shelves. And this is the one. I, for one, will not be taking it. Uh, I haven't accepted any jabs over the last five, six years. I don't know what's in them. And what I have heard about, I'm very suspicious about. So we will see. There's talk here that the Queen's going to have the first one. Did you see that, James? I did. And I'm just wondering if the Pope will be uh, photographed <laughs> yeah. taking the jab as well as the Prime Minister. That's right. So we're, we're watching this with great interest. Uh, but I'm always suspicious of any injections that come along. Uh, I think it's to kill a lot of us off if they can. Well, yeah. I saw an article. Uh, what... you, I think you sent me. Just hold on a second, Martin. Just a quick, quick, uh, quick article that Patrick sent me a couple of weeks ago in the Jerusalem Post yes. about how Mossad brought Chinese coronavirus vaccine to Israel. Yes. Seems the Israelis, this is the uh, 27th of October of this year. Apparently Mossad, that's the uh, secret service in Israel, have decided to use the coronavirus vaccine. They've imported it into Israel in uh, recent weeks to study and learn from it. And I think Germany also going to be paying the cost to vaccinate every uh, Israeli. So it looks like the Israelis are very keen to get their hands on uh, the so-called vaccine, give it to their people, only six and a half million souls in Israel. But of course, be careful, our Jewish friends, because it's only 90% successful and of course, that 10%, it won't help, but it could harm. Yes, Martin, what are we going to say, brother? Yes. yes. Um, regarding the uh, the two scientists involved here, can you hear me there? Yes, keep going. Yeah, okay. Um, two years ago, the the male doctor, uh, Sahin, uh, took to the stage at a conference in Berlin. Uh, he made a, po a bold prediction. Uh, speaking to a room full of infectious disease experts, he said his company might be able to use its so-called messenger uh, RNA technology to rapidly develop a vaccine in the event of a global pandemic. At the time, Dr. Sahin and his company, BioNTech, uh, we're a little, uh, we're little, we're little known, a little known company, small in the world of the European, European biotechnology startup companies. Uh, Dr. Sain founded uh, the business with his wife, uh, Tarusi, I think her name is, you'll have to correct me on that one. Uh, and they mo mostly focused on uh, cancer treatments. Um, however, they'd never actually bought a product to market. Um, However, and, and obviously at, at that point, two years ago, the COVID-19 didn't exist. Um, and then afterwards, some of these scientists now in this circle, uh, they, they've said that his words uh, two years ago uh, were, were proved now to be prophetic. Mm. What do you make of that? It's really interesting because there'll be a huge push in the UK for people to take it. And they've been doing COVID tests over the last, yeah. I think, week yeah. or so in Liverpool. And there's 66 parts of the UK, count the sixes, 66 yeah. towns and yeah, cities yeah. in the UK which yeah. are taken or will be offered the chance to be tested. But, of course, if you 
uh, are declared to be positive, it doesn't tell you how to, I mean, it can't help you to heal from the uh, COVID test. What it tells you is that you've got it, which you already know anyway, because you feel rough anyway. So yeah. why would the yeah. test make any difference to anybody? You can self-isolate, uh, but apart yeah. from that, it won't help yeah. you to recover. And it's yeah. costing an absolute yeah. fortune for the British government to, uh, they want to eventually test everybody in the UK. 70 million people, Patrick, is it? Oh, more than that, 80, 80, 80 million plus. Of course, that's the unofficial figure. But if they do everybody in the country, uh, it's going to cost, I think, was it 400 million or was it over a billion pounds? I forget what the price was. I think it's over a billion pounds. Yeah, astronomical amount, amount of money. But I would say that the, the, the vaccine that we're having here has been manufactured by Pfizer. Mm. The one from China, which the Israelis have bought and tested, that is a, a different manufacturer altogether. I think Germany is going to underwrite that as well. I think Germany are going to underwrite that. So they seem to be very wary of Pfizer and seem to be going with what the, uh, what the Chinese have put out. So that's and these And these two Turks who uh, came up with a so-called vaccine uh, live in Germany, I think, I read a few, a few days ago. They're worth £16 billion now. But wow. They do, yeah. Uh, talking about money there, uh, James and Patrick, um, their company, their little company, BioNTech, which obviously now obviously is working with the Pfizer company they received in 2018 55 million dollars from the one and only bill gates and melinda gates foundation yeah, yeah. Wow. surprise surprise so they've got their foot in the door on this one yeah, yeah. well we know that in Is australia they make it compulsory to take the vaccine hasn't been made clear in in this country whether or not it will be uh, compulsory but in australia it will be i think and new zealand yes yeah yeah of course the re-elected prime minister wants to bring in euthanasia yes i see yeah they want to bring it's in a, euthanasia it, but they're not they're not happy about legalizing uh, cannabis <laughs> yeah. surprise surprise isn't it surprise <laughs> surprise um Another point which is rather interesting, James and Patrick, there's a, they've got 1,800 pit staff in various yeah. offices uh, around the world now, uh, German cities, uh, Cambridge, England, of all places. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. So they've got their, their you know, tentacles in, uh, in, in many places. Uh, in fact, the Dr. Sahin uh, in 2019 was awarded the Mustafa Prize uh surprised by the muslims uh science and technology organization mm. so mm. so there's a bit of uh you know the, the muslim countries have got their their tentacles with them as well so it seems to spread around the world quite a bit doesn't it this one yeah, yeah there's all sort of pressure from world leaders like boris johnson uh and donald trump and other western leaders who are really pushing hard for this vaccine i think also uh is it right in saying, Patrick, that the American ambassador in the UK is part of the Johnson & Johnson dynasty? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everybody's, everybody's heard of Johnson & Johnson from talcum powders to uh, Vaseline yeah. to product in, probably in your bathroom cabinets. Uh, the yeah. ambassador is Woody Johnson, and I believe he is a member of the very illustrious Johnson family. And they're very much involved with the vaccine, which has been America produced in America, and it seems to be promoted by the President Trump. Maybe he's got shares in it. I don't know, but I'm <laughs> wary of that. <laughs> yeah. Johnson, you you know the name, all of you. Yeah, and and of course, behind all of this, we know there's a, a you know there's a spiritual war going on. 
Uh, that's going to intensify. I mean, with the uh, you know the demonic activity upon the upon the world. I mean, technology now, as good as it is, it's brought darkness into many homes. Oh yes, you know, you know, we touch that tree of knowledge, Genesis yeah. uh, chapter two seventeen, and that's it, yeah. isn't it? Science, 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 all the way now. Follow the science. Well, it looks like most countries are pro the vaccine. I've heard very few yeah. against it. Uh, there was a, there was a report about uh, Putin standing down next year with Parkinson's disease. I think Russia also have been boasting that their their antivirus or their anti COVID nineteen vaccine or the vaccine for <laughs> COVID nineteen is ninety two percent successful. So that ninety percent, ninety two percent, not quite at the ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven percent success rate. But every country is pushing hard for it. And of course, you do wonder what's inside of it. Somebody has already yeah. said that there are aborted fetuses. Uh, yes, in these uh, yes. vaccines, whether well, that's a, yeah. uh, the case with uh, the COVID vaccine, I guess we will have to wait and see if they even tell us, of course, they probably won't. And yeah. mercury and <laughs> asbestos was also mentioned. <coughs> yeah, I think they, put into your system. yeah, I think this RNA, uh, uh, what they've developed, I think that's something rather uh, interesting, you know, the synthetic yeah. genes. I think yeah. that's that's quite uh, profound, you know. That I think that's something that many other um, biotech companies uh, they haven't got that technology, you know. Like the uh, the Chinese are doing it like the old school way. Um, mm. Probably Johnson and Johnson are doing that. But these two these two guys they've come up with something there with this synthetic RNA. Uh, that, that this is like it's, it's like they, they did say it's like this is a moment for scientists. Just like it was when, you know, the moment they put the man on the moon, it's one of those situations. <coughs> so there's something, mm. uh, there's something profound about this. And and the thing is, you know, what spirit have they got behind them? I don't think it's a very good one. No, the world yeah. will obviously think it, the, the world will, will think it's a, it's it's good. I mean, everyone's clapping their hands now, aren't they? You know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think, and this isn't it. Sorry, yeah. James. No, I was going to say, I think most people in this country will, will probably line up to take it. Yeah, I think yeah. we've had two lockdowns this year. Can't see elderly relatives. You can't see friends and family from outside of your bubble, as they call it. I think most yeah. people. I think I read a figure: if seventy-five percent take it in this country, that would be seen as a great success. Yes. And if twenty-five percent who don't take it, they're not particularly yeah. interested. And also, those who are likely to get it are the over fifties. So if you're under fifty, they think that that is a safe period not to vaccinate. Yeah. But if you're over yeah. fifty. Uh, there'll be a lot of pressure and in, uh, incentives <laughs> to uh, get yeah. the over 50s yeah. to uh, take two jabs, not one, two jabs. Yeah. Two in the first yeah. 28 get, days. Get, get you used to the, the you know, having, you know, doing as yeah. you're told type thing. Because I've seen quite a few on, on the news channels, uh, you know, just flicking around here and there. Uh, quite a few now on the on the news channels, they're, they're talking about um, more or less who are going to be the troublemakers and not have it? Um, I think that's gonna, that's gonna that's yeah. gonna. I mean, they've already got the army uh, involved yeah. uh, with the setting up distribution networks, um, and obviously the wonderful, glorious now NHS, uh, the great burden that's going to be put upon them to get this system yeah. in place for mass yeah. vaccination. Um, yeah, but. At the end of the day, they've started to talk now about the ones who may not, who may resist it. There's been a few mummies on there who are uh, uh, 
anti-vaxxers they call them anti-vaxxers and it's almost like now they're sort of like talking with the tone of voice that uh people who refuse it are troublemakers that's the feeling i, think, I get yeah. i think that's I what he's saying the ones who refuse it will be ostracized um you could well have the police or some yeah. form of security knocking on your door saying why aren't you having this you're causing the problem. You are the problem. Yeah. And we need you to come down to the station to talk to you a little bit more about it. I do see that. Yeah. Those who refuse yeah. it because they're not playing ball. And I think you could I well agree. be ostracized about this. And that's an invasion I, of human I, rights as well. Yeah. Of course, yeah. You, you, you know somebody, Patrick, don't you, who's got children who haven't been vaccinated. A lot of pressure on him. Was it two or three years ago to have them vaccinated? Yes, he's not a friend of mine. He's an acquaintance of acquaintance. mine I've known for several years, and I always enjoy having a, a philosophical or a theological discussion with him. I have witnessed to this gentleman many times, and he's always very polite about it. And he says, "Yes, okay, then I'll think about it." And then when I see him the next week, I mention about has he thought any more about it, and he rather evades the question. But he has refused to have his children inoculated uh, by anything at all, and he did a lot of research into this. He didn't just sit back and accept what the doctor said to him. He actually did some research and he found that a very prominent doctor in Cambridge. And there is a lot of rivalry in England, isn't there, James, between the London, between London and Cambridge. You've got the scientists in London, the scientists in Cambridge and Oxford and yeah. Oxford as well. And these three are very much trying to score points off the other. But he did some research into it and he did find that this doctor scientist was warning parents do not accept the uh, vaccination. I think it's for measles. What is measles, rubella? Is it and, MR, MRR, measles, rubella, rubella? Rubella and I can't remember the other the one. MMR. And he says, do not have it. He said, I have done tests on it. I'm re I've told the government, I've told their study groups that it contains mercury and it contains asbestos. Do not have anything wow. to do with it. So this young, this man that I knew said, I had a very interesting visit last week. I had a couple of social workers come along, one from the local doctor's um, practice, and they wanted to know why the children, he had three children, he's got four now, were not having this vaccination. So he said, well, wow. I've done some search, I've gone online, and I found this prominent doctor who's told me in a very nice email not to have it done. And this social worker says, oh, you don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> absolute rubbish um we'll go back and i'll take this up with my boss back at the town hall well she must have gone wow. back and the boss and the boss said woo not take this man he's a very respected doctor <laughs> they got back to my friend and said okay we'll leave it for a while we'll uh, re-examine your situation in six months time and that's what he found out wow. and he stood ever since and it's a very unusual name i'm not going to give the name you can google it all yourself but here's a prominent doctor who's saying do not have it now, this one, we're hearing that there are, James, did you tell me the, uh, some fetuses in there? Yeah, I saw a thing a while ago, uh, American biologist, I think it was, or American scientist was given evidence under oath. And he basically said that the vaccines, not the COVID vaccine, but vaccines in general, have a large oh. dose of uh, uh, baby parts, basically, fetus parts. Oh. That word fetus is Latin for baby. But uh, he said, oh, yeah, babies, babies who have been aborted, they take the parts from the baby of course and in a way that i don't quite understand they put it into the vaccine and of course they give yeah. it to you in the yeah. arm or 
uh, whether it's, it's injected into your body. Of course, yeah. you get in baby, yeah. baby, uh, baby parts, but into your bloodstream. It's, oh. it's the growth hormone they're interested in, which affects the pituitary gland, as you know, yeah. it affects a child's growth. That's what they want. And this is where the, the whole sinister sort of Frankenstein effort comes into it. Only a while ago, we were talking about this in California. The, uh, the DA in California was being investigated by some um, freelance journalists, investigative journalists, and they found that they rather liked the idea in the abortion clinics to let the child go to nine months, abort the child after oh. nine months, because this is, this is the bit about it. This is really Frankenstein. They could sell those body parts on the open market throughout the world. For more money. For more money. If you abort yeah. a baby at, say, three or four months old, you've got it's to take those parts, keep them in a laboratory, in a Petri dish or in a container or something, and watch it grow till you can sell it on the market or something like that. This is all part of the stem cell research, which they want to do. Now, this woman found out that these investigative journalists were doing this. It was against the law in California. And California's got some very, very liberal laws there. She prosecuted the journalists <laughs> and got away with it. And this woman's coming into a lot of power soon. So if they're aborting nine-month-old babies to kill them, and, of course, what the state would say is, well, you don't want the baby. You want us to abort it. That baby is ours. We can do it yeah, yeah. with it. The mother doesn't want it. The father doesn't. So we can do it and we can sell the body parts. Now, we've known that the Chinese have done this for many, many years when they've uh, arrested some of their um, human rights uh, protesters and so forth. That they, when they've yeah. been executed, they've removed the kidneys, the hearts, other bodily parts to sell on the world market. And I'm told for a, a set of kidneys, it's $12,000. I don't know. That was the price several years ago. So there's big money in this at the moment. There's big, big money in this. And we have to be very, very careful. Yeah. Every, everything's in reverse, Patrick. Everything yeah. is in reverse, isn't it? I mean, uh, and th there's not a good spirit behind behind these things it's whatsoever. Wicked, this wicked is spirit, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, making merchandise out of, you know, the... the the flesh of the poor babies, you know, passed on. It's uh... well, the whole, this stem cell research. I mean, um, Christopher Reeve, you remember who played Superman? Mm, yeah, he was very much. His wife was very much involved with trying to get this stem cell research accepted by the American government. I think Nancy Reagan got involved in, didn't she? She was very, very pro it. Uh, I don't know what happened to that, but this stem cell research would make something like a paraplegic who's had an accident. Again, that pituitary gland, which is very, very important for the growth of the height and so forth. I haven't heard any more about that, but it's like Dr. Frankenstein's laboratory. We know what happened there, don't we? Dr. Frankenstein yeah. created this monster who mm, went on the loose. Yeah. And uh, yeah. there's lots of laboratories creating all of this at the moment. It's all part of this 666. Beware, yeah. it's the Antichrist. The Antichrist is coming and it's all being ready yeah. for him, all laid out for uh, him. And, and the thing is, brothers, um, these scientists now, they're getting the green light to really tamper around with things they should not be messing around with. Who knows what well, monster they they're going to create? They don't seem to be accountable to anybody, for what I can make out. They seem yeah. to be a sort of law unto themselves. They investigate themselves. I mean, years ago, we had a lot of corruption in, 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 in England with corruption in the police force. And they set up yeah. this special mission. Called, I think it was called Operation Forrester. And you had the ridiculous situation of the police investigating the police. 
<laughs> and people said, this is ridiculous. Why can't you use the military police from the army or the railway police? Oh, no, no, that that's not at all right. And they didn't like this. So in the end, I think in uh, the investigation went on and a lot of police officers were very quietly pensioned off. You've got scientists yeah. obviously investigating other scientists because I don't think the politicians understand this too much. I don't think our prime minister does. What do you think, James? Well, I'd say two things very briefly. About two or three years ago, there was a woman who was arrested and prosecuted for having an abortion at eight months. Mm. And uh, she went to prison for, I think, 28 months. So they did prosecute her, interestingly. Mm -hmm. yes. Then you go back to 1998, when that bomb went off in Northern Ireland. Yes. Uh, August it was, 1998. I forget where it was. Was it Ella Skillen, uh, uh, was it? Ella yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, there was a woman who was pregnant. And they charged the, the murderers with a triple yes, murder. Yeah. As a woman, they counted the, the, the mother, obviously, yep. and the two unborn yep. babies. They didn't That's say, right. no, there were two fetuses that died. They said no. two unborn babies died That's in the mother's right. womb. And that was, a, that was a triple murder. So sometimes the governments are not only inconsistent, uh, yeah. they're bending over backwards to appease, on the one hand, the pro-abortion camp, and mm. on the other hand, those who are pro-decency, pro-life. So... So such duplicity when it comes to these, these government and, groups. And as we say, as we say, the word is baby. It's not fetus. It's yeah, baby. awful Latin word. It's Absolutely. Latin word. It's, uh, it sounds so clinical. It's yeah. rolled yeah. off your tongue. Fetus. The word is baby. Yeah. So yeah, who, who, who is going to predict with me in the next four to five weeks, if not six or seven weeks or next two mm. to three months, world leaders lining up to take the jab? To be photographed. Royals, yeah, I mean, premiers. It's going to be think? a wonderful photo opportunity, isn't it? We don't yeah, know. I think so. In, but we don't know what they're what is being put into them, do we? That's right. I mean, that's it right. Could, it, it, you, someone like Erdogan or, um, or Angela Merkel. It could be a, a placebo they're putting in. Or them. Putin. Or yeah. Putin. It's a placebo they're putting in them. So, yeah. Or a vitamin shot or something like that. That's, you don't that's know correct. What they're yeah. getting. They're so duplicitous, as you say. But so, mm. yes, they'll all be lining up. It's a wonderful shot. Uh, maybe the Pope, maybe um, the Queen. I don't know. But we don't know what's put, being put into them at all. I think it could be um, a vitamin shot. Yeah, absolutely. Any more thoughts about the vaccines before we move on to our next topic this evening? Well, well, I won't be taking it. Um, I will probably get offered it. I'm in that age group where probably a doctor or somebody will phone me up offering it to me. I've been mm. very fortunate in the past when I've been offered flu jabs and I've said no, and I've been offered shingle jabs and I've said no, and they've let me off, but I'm not sure what's going to happen now because it could see me as a bit of a troublemaker. Martin, what would you do? Uh, well, he said no, no for me, but I think the, uh, the they'll, be they'll be tightening the screw. What's going to happen with your now? What about your children at school? How does the how what's the education authorities going to do about this? Well, uh, obviously, I think they're going to be sending out new new documents. Will, uh, will, will they insist that the children have this? Uh, well, the, uh, just with general uh, vaccines now, you can see in the paperwork yeah. they're really, yeah. really pushing. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, there is an option to opt out. But yes. they want to know why you're opting out That's and all right. this information. So they do make oh, it. Yeah. Uh, they do close a lot of doors on you when it comes to you know. They, they uh, seem, you know yeah, they, they don't seem out, to be very. So go on, Patrick. I was going to say, and, and they find out you're a born again Christian or something like that. Gives them more ammunition yeah. to come after you. Now go yeah. on, James. Uh, 
I was going to say Absolutely. I don't. They don't seem very keen to do the children. They want to go. They want to go after the go after the over fifties. And if you're under fifty for now, mm. apparently they're going to give those under fifty a, a break. Mm. But if you're over fifty, the uh, the thumb screws could come out perhaps. But the rules keep changing weekly. What they're going to yeah. do, what they're not going to do. But be very, very careful of it. And to all our listeners, be very, very careful. Yeah, absolutely. You need to pray on this very, very much. If you've got children and your family about it, you need to pray on this to see what the Lord says to do. Also, those who have had vaccines over the years have reported that the children have had uh, psychological problems uh, like Asperger's uh, and and stuff like that. I mean, you you were... you wanted to do an article, didn't you, a while ago, Patrick? Do you remember about... Uh, yes, I did. I, I wanted to do an article on Dr. Asperger's, um, yeah. the, this awful disease which children have had, when many of the parents have been sort of bullied into having this years and years ago by the medical profession. Oh, you must have this. And I know they regretted it afterwards because their children did uh, show signs of autism. But Dr. Asperger's, who I did a little bit of work, <coughs> I never finished it, he was a brilliant doctor from Munich, like Dr. Mengele, of course, and all these people. Louis Pasteur. Early, early member, yes, Louis, Louis Pasteur, um, an early member of the Nazi party, uh, so certainly supported the um, the Darwin aspect of things and that um, genocide and um, any, any, any child who's not worthy to be kept alive, they would put down through eugenics and so forth mm-hmm. like that. So he liked this idea. And he was working on that. And I think at the end of the war, I think he survived the tribunals. He went back into private practice. But so many parents around the world have regretted that they had this vaccine because they've seen the awful results of what this, this uh, autism, which has come into children. Mm, and one of, yeah. one, of the, one of the men who's very much against this is, is Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's son. Junior. Robert okay. Kennedy Jr. He had the ear of the White House and he's really yeah. gone after it. But they sort of bobbed him off now and he's got this awful illness now hasn't he yeah he sounds like a robot doesn't he He sounds awful he's got some disease which affects his his voice box yeah anybody out there's listening tell me a bit more about it and the poor man it sounds like he's talking through a voice box but he's very much into this autism thing do not let these doctors near your children he said robert kennedy got a great admiration from him that yeah i think a lot of people will be lining up to take the jab I, i do think so between now and the new year to get out of lockdown, to get back to work, well, to see friends well, and family. Didn't didn't I see somewhere they're going to give you a fifty pound voucher or something? <laughs> I saw it was five hundred pounds to oh, be uh, co- <laughs> to be COVID uh, COVID checked. Yeah. I'm not sure that's you, true or not. You, you know what it's going to be, don't you? It's going to be you're going to take the jab. How much do you like your football? Yeah. How much do you like this? How much do you like that? So they they they're going to try with the gentle uh, persuasion yeah. at first. Um, but these but, swab uh, tests I mean, are so unreliable, aren't they? They're not. They're not reliable at all. Yeah. These what? Yeah, but the, thing, the swab tests. No, not reliable at all. No. But yeah. you got. But I mean, the old. That... Cons- Sorry, Patrick. Go on, Martin. Yeah, go on. I'm going to say that the whole concept of all of this, though, I mean, it's something that now the whole world has got in common: the vaccine, yeah. Yeah. the jab. So, you know, this is it, isn't it? It's just setting up the stage for something other than the jab a little bit further down the line. You know, make life so simple. Take them off. There was a secret report that came out some years ago, which somebody leaked that the United Nations, there was a committee of scientists and churchmen and uh, politicians 
maybe the gates are involved in that in which they said the population of the world which i believe is eight billion is that right seven eight billion give or take yeah, yeah give, or take. give or take would be much better if it was reduced to four and a half billion yeah and that's what they were saying and of course when yeah. something like aids comes along which wipes out half of africa this is a good thing, they'd say. Of course, who cares how many people wiped out? But once it comes to Europe, it gets very, very different then. So yeah, and these, the these, and these elite, these elite groups like the uh, yeah. the Illuminati, the bloodline yeah. groups, yeah, the they're not offering their own families, are they? No, as an no, example, no, they want to take your families. That's right. Yeah. Like Yasser Arafat sending all those young men off to fight for the Palestinians, never sent his own sons off, as we said before. Yeah, but living in France with their Catholic with their Catholic mother. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Yes. Okay, then. Well, let's keep moving on. A lot to cover this evening. So tomorrow, like I said, there'll be a huge pro-Trump uh, rally, a mega or MAGA, Make America yep. Great Again, as they call it, in yep. Washington, D.C. Uh, be very interesting to watch what happens. We hope there'll be no uh, attacks against uh, Trump and his uh, followers. It'll be, I think, uh, half a million people. I saw on the paper yeah. earlier on. I want to turn up yeah. tomorrow. Yes, and the yes. hard left will be there. The, B, the uh, BLM will be there probably, and oh, the BLM will be SWP there. SWP will be there, and the media will be there, and the yep. world's yep. wife will be there. I mean, it's you've been following politics, Patrick, for such a long time, haven't you? This must be absolutely uh, unprecedented for you. This this whole two week saga now. What do you think about it all? I've been following politics since 1950, <laughs> um, and I'll tell you how that happened. Where I lived, my parents had two newspapers delivered. They had a very popular paper called the Daily Mirror, and we had the Daily Telegraph. So I used to absorb both of them. But I do remember Eisenhower, and I do remember the election of Harry Truman. And everyone said he's going to lose, and he didn't lose. And I also go back to Kennedy, and I remember Kennedy throwing his hat in the ring, and it was all very, very exciting. But what I have noticed is that the politicians are getting older. Yeah. Uh, I go back yeah. to Kennedy, who was 40. I remember Bill Clinton, who was 50. They were young men. They caught the mm -hmm. imagination, but they're getting older and older and older. And this started with Ronald Reagan, who was about 70. You've now got Biden, who's just a couple of years younger than me. You've got Bernie Saunders, who's the same. It's these old people who won't give up. And the Speaker of the House, she's, she's something like 80 years old. So yeah. it's, a, it's, it's interesting that the oldies seem to be getting it all. And people are voting for them as well. But um, yes, it's going to be a big interesting tomorrow in Washington for this big march. Some people say he might publicly concede the election results. I don't know. He might do. But it's still not clear yet, is it, that the ballots have all been counted and it's all been done in a correct way. And so many of these returning officers have not signed off. And that's very important. In England, the returning officer in any election checks the ballot results, signs it off, announces the results, and then he signs it. It's and of course, you have, first, you have first-hand experience that, don't you? Well, I did. I mean, back in 1980, a friend of mine was running an, for a, as a candidate, and he asked me if I'd be his election agent. And I'd never done it before. And I said, yes, why not? It's always interesting to do. And I got my official papers from the local council, and I became his election agent, which meant that I could sort of follow him wherever he was going. But more importantly, I could go to the count. When the election results, when the, when the polling stations closed at 9 o'clock, the ballots were taken to the town hall, tipped out on the table. All the tellers who worked in banks started counting. And we were able to watch this. And we could see the pile of votes. One was getting very, very big and the other was dropping. Still, we knew who was going to win then. But, of course, it got very, very close because my guy that I was backing was winning by about 17 votes. <laughs> hmm? So the opposition said, we want a recount. And there were three recounts and he did win. 
And uh, at the end of it, we checked, we had to check all the ballot papers that the figure that the returning officer said was correct. We signed it. And then he worked out in the balcony and says, I declare that such and such is the winner. But it's all very technical and it's all very official as it should be. And what I'm hearing here is in parts, is it Philadelphia? Which they've, I think, got about 20 wards in Philadelphia. 20 they haven't, yeah, yeah, they, they haven't signed off yet. So it, it's illegal. It's like you take a driving test. You know, the, the, your examiner says you've passed a test and he gives you that legal bit of paper. You've passed your test. They haven't been signed off yet. And I think it's what the Trump people are watching. And you're also hearing ballots being uh, discarded. You're seeing other ballots come in. So I think there's, it's still not clear yet. But it's slightly slipping away from Trump, we think, don't we, James? Yeah, I mean, you've got, is it uh, Georgia? You've got... Uh, Nevada. Nevada. What's the third state? They're still not Georgia. sure about yet. Georgia. There's Georgia and Nevada. There's a third state, isn't there, Martin? What's the third state? They're still waiting to hear from. Arizona. Arizona. I think they declared tonight Arizona. I think they declared tonight. They've gone Democrat mm -hmm. and first time in, in years because that was always Republican John McCain territory. But if I understand this correctly, even if Trump was to win uh, Nevada, Georgia, and uh, 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 Nevada, yeah, Nevada. Uh, excuse me. Even if, even yeah. if he won those three states, he still can't win the election because he hasn't got the, the, the magical number of two seventy. He needs Pennsylvania as well, doesn't he? He needs Pennsylvania as well. Whereas, whereas, whereas Biden doesn't need Pennsylvania. He doesn't need those other three states. He just needs no, Pennsylvania. And you've also got Hawaii and you've got, I think Alaska's declared. They've got Democrat. The, post, yeah. the, post, the postal votes coming in. Uh, yeah. There's been to be some problem they've been. And some of these people voting were dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Died 10, 20 years ago. Some of the polling booths were open a day or two after. You see here, the count, the polling booths close at 10 o'clock sharp. Yeah. And the, the votes are collected. Under police escort, Martin, and they're taken town yeah. hall. You don't go back the next day and do all of this. But here, a lot of shenanigans going on, especially in Philadelphia. But I think yeah. what he's trying to, I think what he's trying to do is that um, he, if he can declare the election null and void, mm. it could be that that 270 could be reduced. I don't know. And then these senators get involved and they vote one by one. Yes, that's the other thing. I mean, it's interesting. I, I was listening to a professor of law and he was saying that this first Tuesday of the month, somebody said, "Why? what's the thing? That, he said this was given out by the, the founding fathers 180 years ago that the election had to be on the first Thursday of the month. Third, third of November, yeah. The third of November. That was yeah. laid down. Well, of course, 180 years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, the population of America was a lot lower than it is now. So, of course, it probably made sense. So that 270 has really been set in 780 years. The inauguration, which is January the 20th, was brought in under Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1933 when he shut the banks, took America off the gold standard, and 1933 came in. But I'm sure there's something symbolic about that in the Masonic world because FDI, as we know, was a very high-ranking yes, Freemason. And these people don't just pluck something out of the air. These dates mean something, if not to us, to them. Yeah. In fact, the to first them. American president, George Washington, was a top Freemason as well, wasn't he? Most of them have been, yeah. And you may well yeah. find this January the 20th, there's someone like Albert What's Pike's the birthday. Or yeah. who's the other one? Matt Manley Hall. The, uh, yeah. Do you know yeah. these guys, Martin? Have you Albert Pike and Manley uh, Hall? I haven't heard of that one, I'm afraid. Right. Well, the, these are the guys who wrote the manuals for the Freemasons. Especially very Pike. powerful men. 
and Pike is buried in Washington with that big yes, cenotaph. Yeah, I've, the, seen, you've, I've you, seen it. You've been there, haven't you? Yeah, you've I've seen, seen it. it. And he's yeah. buried there, right in front of the White House, Albert Pike. Mm -hmm. It's near the White House. Yeah, it's near the White it's House. It's near the White House. So it could yeah. well be this is the birthday of one of these guys. Symbolic. These guys don't pick a date. Very symbolic. So January the 20th. And people say, oh, yes, that's inauguration day. But I caught one pastor, I was telling James about it, watching him yesterday, and he had voted for Trump. And he said, it could well be the rapture's near. He said, when Joe, Joe Biden stands there on the steps, taking the bow and raises his right hand, <laughs> we will all be taken up in the rapture. We will see. Sleepy Joe. Yeah, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe, yeah. Sleepy Joe, indeed. The um, I'm sure the Americans have never have seen anything like this in, in no. their entire life. I mean, I've never seen. I'm, I mean, I haven't really followed politics in a great way, but I've never seen anything like this. No, um, and the reaction around the world to it as well. Uh, you know, it's it seems quite bizarre to me, but very understandable for the game that they're, they're playing. Um, but at the oh. end of the day. Yes. Sorry, go at on. the You've end of the day, yeah, go on, Martin. Yes, yeah. no, just yes, please, uh, Patrick. I was just going to say, you got to remember, these are career politicians. Trump yeah. isn't a career politician, he's a successful businessman, although they're saying some of his tax returns look a little bit doubtful. But they are career politicians, and um, yeah. all, the thing I like about him, he's not a career politician. With him being president, every day has been interesting. What he said. What's he tweeted mm -hmm. and so forth. The rest of these guys are very faceless sort of people. Even some of the presidents yeah. of the past, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter. Clinton was interesting because he played the saxophone. And I think he was a great politician, wasn't he? From Arkansas. Well, he was a great politician, but he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth like so many no. other ones are. Well, I was in America back in 2000 when the Gore yes. Bush drama was unfolding. Of course, that took, I think, 36 days to yes, uh, be yes. resolved. I wasn't saved at the time. That was a big uh, talking shop in America. Who's going to win, Bush, Gore? And, of course, in the end, these, I think the Supreme Court voted for Bush, who became yeah. the first uh, president to win after Supreme Court issue. But it's very interesting when you go back through American history, that, for example, at the moment, you've got Biden, who may perhaps, perhaps, let me put my words carefully, who may perhaps be the next president, very close to Prince Harry. You go back to when Obama came into the White House, yeah. uh, the first person he met was tony blair and then brown was snubbed by obama uh boris seems to have been slightly snubbed by biden or yeah. if you go back to when uh, bill clinton came on the scene he took on bush senior yeah. and of course before he came into the white house before uh, bill won that election bush senior was on the phone to john major asking major to give him the dirt on bill clinton's time at on cambridge bill university Obama. And, of course, that blew up in Major's face because Bill Clinton won that election. And, of course, Bush did not. That's right. So it's funny how things are repeating themselves with Brit uh, British people being in America, like Blair with Obama and now Harry yeah. with Biden. It's interesting as well that the Pope phoned Biden yesterday. Did you see that? I did. And um, they had a long talk about um, refugees, to accept more refugees, the green issues, global warming. Nothing about repentance or reading your Bible or the second coming. They had a no long interest. talk. Very interesting. And I, I'm sure, you know, and Biden saying, well, of course, I am Irish. <laughs> yeah. When, when it suits him. 
when it suits him. Um, yeah. And these are the issues which they'll be playing up on. So we watch with interest on this. And I said this morning, China have now congratulated Biden. Did you see that, Martin? Yes, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, they seem they're a little shrewd. bit wise. They're shrewd, yeah, aren't they, the Chinese? Very shrewd. Who, who, I mean, ha who, has, who hasn't congratulated him then? Uh, well, the Israelis have. Uh, the yes, Chinese have, have. The Pope has. Yeah. Uh, Boris has. So with friends like that, who needs enemies? <laughs> what, what about Putin? Putin? I'm not sure. Putin... Putin's got Parkinson's, apparently, yes. so he's not uh, the best of health. But as far as I know, Russia hasn't officially uh, congratulated Biden. But of course, Putin's a great uh, chess player, isn't he? Yeah. Takes his time perfectly, the old KGB colonel. Very, yeah. very superstitious, very religious as well. Yeah. Mm. Like many. Very, very, very much into the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. So we've got a couple of scenarios, as I see it. Uh, the... Official result will be, I think, the 14th of December when they officially announced who won yes. the election. Yeah. Trump yeah. could question that, of course, yes. in which case he goes to the Supreme Court. They don't have to yes. accept it, of course. They could reject the Supreme Court. And I was told last night, this kind of surprised me, that in America they got six Catholics as part of the uh, Supreme Court justices. Six of the nine, nine justices or seven no, justices. Yes. No, yes. Six yes. of the nine are Catholic, apparently. Really? It's interesting. I was surprised it's a high number. That's their number, James. Six, six, well, six, six of the I, nine. I, I thought it was interesting when I saw Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, who was running for president only four, four years ago, and he dropped out. He was involved with the Gore Bush, um, which you were talking about back in 2000. Yeah. And he helped yeah, he present the case. He led a delegation of lawyers to plead the case for the Bush uh, people at the Supreme Court. And two of the lawyers with him was Brett Kavanaugh, who's now one yeah. of the Supreme Court justices, and Amy Coney Barrett, who was just also in there as well. Isn't that yeah. interesting? It's so a small it's, world, isn't it? It's a small world. Certainly in that world, it's a small world. <laughs> mm. So we will so see. The, so here, here, here are my two scenarios. The first one is that maybe tomorrow he concedes, which Patrick's yes. already suggested, or more likely he will hold on until the last minute to see which way it goes. It could go to the senators. It could go to the Supreme Court. They don't have to accept it. The no, Supreme they, Court. they, they, they no. could throw it out. They are independent of the government, in which case you've got to make a decision. Either he fights to the bitter end, uh, which is what Nixon wanted to do back in yeah. 75, yeah. or he, he resigns yeah. gracefully. And he said, we haven't been able to do it this time. He accepts the official line that there was no tampering. And he comes back in four years' time. <laughs> 2024. 2024. But what's going to happen to Mike Pence? Where does he go? <laughs> well, as what do you think, Martin? <laughs> I, to be honest, if uh, if Trump really does lose on this one, I don't think he will come back. I think Pence or Pence forward, yeah. but I don't think what, Trump will really, he won't put up with it. What too too angry, it. too uh, bitter? Yeah. You to see, at the, at the end, yeah, at the end of the day, um, brothers, um, obviously, just like the rest of the world, America's got a sin problem. You got the Holy Spirit restraining against a complete full evil going yep. on. Yeah. Yep. But if they're turning away from God, which they have been doing progressively as the years go by, obviously God's turning away from them. Uh, you see chaos. Uh, and this is what we, we're starting to see now in America. And wherever there's chaos, that's where the devil is. And what's yeah. on their dollar bill in God's trust? Much prayer needed. 
much prayer needed for all nations then yeah. they turn to the blessed lord jesus christ don't put your trust yeah. in politicians that's uh, true well, i will say this in, in defense of america that they are still the greatest country when it comes to soul winning they yes. produce the more the, the most preachers in any part of the world north carolina produces yeah. more preachers yeah. than any other state in america if america yeah. is to fall yeah. if she was to fall if she was to swing hard to the left and hopefully she won't but if she does go to the hard left then i think it's all over basically for yeah. the western world for the church as it were for evangelism uh, missionary work christian television radio which i know for the most part isn't worth much uh, but it's better than nothing at all and of course when the hard left come in the jew and the christian are the ones who are always persecuted every single time yeah yeah well there were a lot of prayers for trump there's no doubt about it but biden's come in what's the biblical aspect of god putting someone someone on the throne someone like biden and the people behind him he has used evil people in the bible hasn't he many times i mean start with yes. nebuchadnezzar i mean nebuchadnezzar right. starts off as a pagan uh, he takes daniel and his friends turns him into yes. eunuchs yes. and by i think it's daniel four he's on his knees saying that god is god so the lord yeah. broke nebuchadnezzar uh he used hitler to prepare the world for the jew to go back into the holy land he yeah. used russia yeah. to whip the germans i mean whoever whoever is in uh in control of any country it's actually irrelevant from god's standpoint so but he, the didn't that be, he didn't want donald trump then to win if trump loses then that's the lord's permissive will he's lost yes. for many reasons that could be down to the COVID problem it could be down yes. to uh trump and uh, benjamin yetanahu back in january trying to carve up israel yes. which i condemned at the time and of course the pope was in favor of that as was boris johnson boris almost died surprise surprise and of course the pope had yeah. covid yeah it could be down to that it could be down to many a reason or trump could still win let's not write the guy off i mean he is a, he is a, he is a survivor he, is a he could survivor. still come back he could come back but it will depend and if he takes, on the court yeah if he takes nevada kentucky not, uh, nevada georgia and uh, uh pennsylvania if you can take those states then he could come back or the yeah. supreme court could say we feel this there's been irregularities here well uh, he has, we will suspend has, the outcome he has appointed three members to the supreme court roberts yeah. brent kavanagh and amy coney barrett and that's unusual one president doing all of them so he's got i think roberts was there. wasn't roberts put in by bush jr Sorry, roberts roberts was put in by bush that's bush jr that's right he's a liberal democrat anyway that's right, Liberal Democrats. So interesting times that we're living in, Martin. I think it's going to be very, very interesting <laughs> over the next few months to see what, what happens. Absolutely. But I don't write Trump off. I think there's 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 still road left yet. Uh yes. you know, whether it leads him to the White House, I'm not sure, but it's not the end of the matter. No. No, I think what makes a lot of Americans really angry is how the media have been ganging up against Trump for, let's see now, four yeah, years now, yeah, rubbishing yeah, him. Yeah. And even yeah. Fox News. Fox, Fox News. It's just turned Rupert, against uh, Rupert Murdoch. Yes. Trump's it's, old friend, one yes. world man, even Murdoch's yes. turned against him. Very interesting. There is talk Trump's going to set up his own radio te television station called MAGA mm. to, to compete with Fox. I'm not sure about this because I don't know what Trump's finances are like. I know he hasn't taken salary in four years, so I thought that was interesting. And his family his haven't been paid either. No. Whereas I I see that, yeah. 
Sleepy Joe this, will take a salary. He will. Or, and I, yeah. I see this morning that Obama's book comes out this month. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He'll make an absolute fortune off his memoirs, as oh, did yeah. Tony Blair, as yeah. did uh, Bill Clinton. It's all about money. Well, let's keep moving on. We might come back to America in disarray. It's very unsettling to see America in such a poor state. I mean, by the grace of God, we haven't been... We haven't seen a far left government in our lifetime. I know back in the 1970s, Patrick, you, you, you remember this firsthand. Was no military coup or there was talk of a military coup to uh, stop England going to the hard left? Was it under uh, Wilson, was it? Yes, it was. There was a rumour uh, in the 60s that a group of top um, military um, advisors were not happy with the way that the country was going. The unions were running things and people saying, well, who runs the government? So who runs the country? Is it the unions or is it the governments? And they felt that the government at the time, Harold Wilson, was giving too much towards the union. And several of these union members were card-carrying communists. So there was talk of a coup at the time. And funnily enough, where I lived in South London at the time, the MP um, for the town I lived in lived in the same road as me. So, of course, I would finish work at about half past ten and I'd walk up to my to where I lived and I'd pass the station and he'd be getting off the train and he lived in the same road as me. So I was <laughs> able to get a lot of route, find out what was actually going on in Whitehall. And I was saying, what's this about a coup? He said, oh, yes. He said, there is a, a covert group of senior army officers and Air Force Navy who want to put a government together to march into Downing Street to take over because they could see the wow. way the government was going. And so many of these union leaders were... Was that Howard Wilson? Yes, it was Howard Wilson. Yeah. There was always rumour that he possibly was um, in the po pay was in the pocket of the Soviets. He'd been there during the war quite a bit. Uh, there was always a rumour about him. And the day he resigned, the head of the CIA, I've got to get mm. this right now, was George That's Bush right. Sr., yeah. He found something. A Russian defector had walked into the American embassy, I believe in Turkey, and he said, I've got some dynamite information, but I need, uh, what do you call it, political um, asylum for my, oh, yeah, yeah. for my family. And he brought in that he had all the dirt on Harold Wilson. George Bush boarded a plane to fly over to London to challenge Harold Wilson with this. And whilst the plane was up in the air, Harold yeah. Wilson resigned quickly. He suddenly resigned and they said, oh, it's health reasons. Now, this man was a politician to his fingertips um, and he suddenly resigned. And James Callan came in, who was the, um, the foreign secretary at the time. And the plane apparently turned around, Martin, and mm. took George Bush mm -hmm. back to Washington. This is the head of the CIA flying to wow. see a prime minister. It's got to be important. And after that, Wilson, well, Wilson succumbed to Alzheimer's after that. And uh, yeah, he didn't last much longer. But there was this coup that was going to happen. And this was like that we, yeah. we had in the 70s. Do you remember the do you remember the power cuts in the 70s, Martin? Oh yes. Very yeah. and, and the uh, the and the and the 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 lack of bread and the bakers oh, the lack of bread strike. And toilet rolls. Yeah, we the the electricians in England went on strike. Cold days. Um, very powerful group, and the guy who was head of it, I remember, I think he was actually, no, he wasn't a communist, I mustn't know. No, he wasn't. But they blacked out. We had two hours of electric every night. So, of course, everybody's having candles. Uh, and people are saying, well, who's running the country? Is it the unions? Because they wanted mm. money. And then we had the winter of discontent. Do you remember discontent. that? Discontent. Oh, it's cold. Very, very oh, it's cold. cold. 
rubbish wasn't being collected, bodies were piling up in the morgue, grave diggers on strike. Ha oh, and didn't um, I seem to remember Dennis Healy had to fly to the IMF to find a secretary, wasn't he? And <laughs> chancellor. Yes, he was the chancellor. He said, "We're bankrupt. We're broke. I've yeah. got to go to the <laughs> yeah. IMF." Are, yeah. are we not heading that way now? I think we are. I think we and, are. Uh, yeah. Of course, they they, they, they will lend you money, but the, the strings <clears throat> attached to it. There's the whole thing about the IMF. They'll set a very high um, credit rate, interest rates, back, uh, interest rate, but there are yeah. strings attached. You do this and you do that and so forth. So it makes well, of in, Yeah, of course, in scripture, it, it talks about a hyperinflation, doesn't it? Where, where does it talk about that? Oh, me putting on the spot. Revelation. That's it. That's Revelation. it. Yeah. A penny chapter for six. Chapter yeah. six, yeah. So, there we uh, are, you, you know, nothing's, nothing's yeah. new, is it? Nothing's new. But if, if America does go to the left, the hard <laughs> left, which would be an absolute nightmare. I mean, by the grace of God, we've always been the centre, centre left, centre right. But if she goes to the to the left under Biden slash Harris slash, well, it won't the be under Biden. But Biden will have gone by then. It would be under. The well, let's give him twelve months. If he, if he lasts oh, twelve months, if, if he lasts that long, he'll be replaced by Harris, who's who's a communist. That's She'll right. swing America to the far left with Pelosi gone, of course. The squad and, uh, the, the will replace Pelosi. Pro Palestine, pro Palestine, um, pro LGBT. Anti-Christian, yes. anti-Jew. Anti-Jew, anti that's what's in... But America voted for this. The old thing, be careful what you vote for. Be careful yeah, what yeah, the government you deserve. You get the... Every country gets the government it deserves. Yeah. Of course, and for that, uh, Christians in America, they need to start praying for Biden now and yeah. Harris. Yeah. As, as difficult as that will be for many conservative yeah. Americans, on your knees, uh, family, to start praying for him. We have to, in our country, for our leaders... We've had some rotten leaders in our country over the years. We've had pro-abortion, pro-LGBT, pro-Islam. We've had a Labour politician. We've had conservative politicians. Yeah. We've had to pray for all of our leaders. Royal family, all the yeah. bloodlines, all the Illuminati, the Freemasons. You've got to pray for these people. I mean, if you go back, let me say this very quickly. If you go back to the time of Nebuchadnezzar, if you go back to the pharaohs, if you go back to the Caesars, I mean, you can be pretty sure of this, that during the times of the Caesars, the pharaohs, and Nebuchadnezzar, that the Lord's people are praying for their leaders. I mean, both Peter and Paul say to pray for the king who is supreme. I mean, yeah. Paul wrote that, and so did Peter both the, in both their epistles. They've got Titus, and they've got, uh, got Titus in mind, and they've got Nero in mind. Yeah. Titus yeah, yeah. and Nero were far worse than Biden. Yeah. Titus yeah. and Nero well, were not only, not only Sodomites. Let me just make this point, Martin, quickly. Not only were those leaders... Uh, Sodomites, they're also pedophiles. Yeah. And yeah. Paul and Peter said, pray for those leaders. They are ordained of the Lord, Romans 13. And of course, Jesus will say to Pilate, you have no authority given to you if it hadn't been given to you from heaven. That's so it's right. a bitter pill to swallow. I must have been. And of course, if you live True. in China, if you live in North Korea, you've been praying for your leaders for 40, 50 years. Yes, Martin, what do you want to say? Yeah, you're absolutely on, on, the, uh, on the money there, James. Um, the... the um, I've lost my train of thought now. Um, what I was going to say is, oh, yes, I do pray for all the leaders and for our own leader as well. The only problem is I probably don't pray in the right way, James. Yeah, well, that's typical of most people. Uh, <laughs> well, I've, just seen, I've just seen a, a question come up. 
You've doesn't had a question Harris, from a brother in America. Go on, Patrick. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Doesn't Harris want to legalise prostitution? Of course they do, because they've seen what's happened in Holland, where prostitution is legalised and the government gets a, um, a tax from it. And they've also yeah. legalised cannabis and soft drugs in, 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 in Holland. Again, there's tax on it. So they're making money from prostitution mm. and from the drugs. And if she's suggesting this, I haven't seen this, but it's one more way of making money. Legalize like drugs. Thing. Mm. Like drugs. Yeah. And then the I think is it Colorado? Is, is it legal in Colorado to have I cannabis? I think it is. Yeah, I, I believe it is, yeah. But they're making money. That's why. It's the, it's yeah. the tax on it, like cigarettes here. There's a very high tax on, on them. So yeah, that's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're to pray for your leaders to be saved. You're to pray yes. for your leaders to be wise. You're to pray for your leaders to be safe. You are to really set the bar so high that yeah. they can't criticize you. That's right. But your life is so, yeah. I won't say pure, but it's so exemplary that for secular leaders, I mean, go back to the first century, you've got the Christians going into the lion's den. Christians mm. are being murdered, ripped to pieces by wild animals, and they're singing yeah. songs yeah. as the yeah. as the tigers are going to the Colosseum to rip them to shreds. No complaints, no uh, speaking even against Nero or Titus or Domitian under under the Apostle John mm. or Nebuchadnezzar who mm. castrated, who castrated, who castrated Daniel and his three young men. Yeah. And Daniel is still serving faithfully in Nebuchadnezzar's yeah. kingdom yeah. or Joseph uh, under uh, the Pharaoh. I mean, those guys really had it rough. Didn't it's, complain yeah. like we do today. It's a spiritual example to all of us. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is. It is. Went through. Yes. Bidden's not Gonna, the gone. There's an entire process. I'm just reading this, Martin. Can you see? Okay, it? yeah. Bidden's not the president or the president-elect. There's an entire process that has to go through, and Trump seems to be going through it. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's that's from our brother praise, yeah. in Texas. That's our brother in Texas. Thank you. And he's absolutely right. Very right. Chad. Well, the process you. is still running its course. Yeah. It goes to the 14th of December. I'm sure if we are wrong, our American brethren will correct us. But it'll go up until the 14th of uh, December, and they'll officially announce yeah. uh, what, who, who actually won the election. But between now and then, keep praying, keep looking up. I mean, as America seems yeah. to be in a bad way, so is Britain. And of course, again, I said this with Helen on Saturday night, that if Biden does get in, if he gets in, he'll be pro-Southern Ireland, obviously, yeah. over Ulster. United he's pro-Catholicism. Yeah, he's pro-Catholicism yeah. over Protestantism. He's pro-the Palestinians over the Jews. Yeah. He's going to be pro-LGBT. He's going to be pro all that stuff that the Bible clearly condemns. Well, um, I'll tell you what, James, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a, a deal with the Lord tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pray to the, I am, I'm going to make a deal. I'm going to say, I'm going to pray because President Trump at this moment in time is the President of the United States. Yes. I'll be praying yes. for him. Yeah, and his family. For him and his family and children, yeah. Yep. And then, and then the moment that he's out, then I'll pray for Biden, but until I don't think I'll be praying for Biden. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. You have, yeah. to, and pray for your, you have to pray for your enemies. And, it's and very, be impartial. Hard. You have to and be, be impartial. Enemy. And it's very yeah. hard. I find it, it is, hard. isn't it? It really is difficult. Yes. How, how do you pray for the Queen? All the stuff she's pushed through. How do you pray for her? How do you pray for Charles or William or Harry? I mean, how do you pray for these people? And where well, is the I Queen in all this, Patrick? Where's yeah, the Queen in all this, do you think? Where is the Queen? Yeah. What do you think? She's still there. We, we were told she was going to step down quietly next year and make mm. her son the Prince mm. Consul. 
now we're told by the palace insiders that she's going to keep going until she dies. So I think I think she will. Like it. I think, I she, think will. she will. I think she will. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving on. Lot to discuss uh, this evening. This will be our third live stream. Uh, the first one we had problems with some of the audio, some of the visual. We hope you're hearing us loud and clear. Uh, please let us know where you are in the world so we get an idea as to who's listening. Uh, it's coming up to nine o'clock in the UK, so it's ten o'clock uh, in Europe. It'll be uh, let's see now, one p.m. in uh, in California, and it'll be uh, four p.m. York. I think that's about, that sounds about right. So let us know where you are in the world. We'd love to hear from you, Martin. What's that behind you? I can see you've got a couple of boards behind you. Oh yeah, just white boards, James. Just uh Writing down a few little things that uh, are being uh, points of interest, let's say, regarding Revelation. You know, chapter 13, verse 2, great authority. It's just, you know, with everything that's going on in America, it makes you think of, you know, you, you see the plan, uh, you know, all the stages there is that everything's falling into place. You know, you see these things, you know, about the... Uh, the Antichrist will think to ch uh, change times and laws uh, as written in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 25, I think. Um, and you can see, like, <laughs> even with the coronavirus itself, laws have been changed. Times mm -hmm. are changing. Mm -hmm. So precursor, precursor. I think the spirit of it is, is definitely upon the world. You know, the, the, the book of Revelation, it, it just comes to life, doesn't it? Yeah. The interesting thing is America doesn't seem to be mentioned in the Bible, does it? Not directly, no. But I think it was Dr. McGee who said the eagle is mentioned. Uh, and Phoenix. the eagle is, a, yes, and they are symbols Phoenix. in the American America. uh, heraldry. And yeah. he seemed to think that they were, and he seemed to think that Petra uh, would, was, was a very important aspect as well. But America yeah. itself isn't mentioned. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the, 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 the feeling is that if America goes to the left under Biden presidency, an atheist, communist, socialist setup, then, of course, she will become more anti-Israel, which would yes, result in her yes. perhaps becoming part of the Armageddon march against Israel yes, yes. at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the book of Revelation. Of course, in the meantime, we'll be raptured. Uh, yes, we won't see yes. any of this, of course. We could see some of the birth pangs. We could see the beginning of sorrows, perhaps. Yes. We just clip it. So we'll either way, the next, anyway, next couple of weeks yeah. is going to be really fascinating. We've got the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The beast oh, is on. coming. It's coming. Mark of the Beast is, is just around the corner. Yeah. Right hand in the forehead. And, of course, 100 years ago, people thought you were mad if you taught such a thing. And now the technology is here. We've yeah, got a cashless, in a cashless society. That's coming near each Cashless day. society. Well, let's switch from politics to ministry work. We are a yes. Christian ministry. Uh, yes. We may sound like a group of uh, political commentators, uh, <laughs> but we don't want to get too sidetracked into the yeah. world of politics. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, these are unsaved men and women. They may be, or the officers may be ordained. Let's be clear that it's the officers that are ordained, not the people. The officers, the office of the prime minister, the office of the president, not the men per se, but the office that they hold. If you want to say that uh, Boris yeah. Massey was chosen or Trump per se was, cho uh, was chosen, then, of course, that's a Calvinist view. And if you want to say those guys were chosen, then, of course, you have to say that Putin was chosen. You have to say that Hitler yeah. was chosen yeah. and Stalin was yeah. chosen. You've got, yeah. you've got to defend those guys and try and 
work out who those guys are in the mind of the Lord. It's the permissive will of the Lord that these people come onto the scene, but it's the office of the presidency, the office of the prime minister, the office of the queen or the office of the king. It's the officers which are ordained, not the men per se. But like I said, we are a, a, a soul-winning ministry and want to discuss some very strange events that we've experienced, the three of us, over the last 10 years or so. And I'll start with you, Patrick. You had a very strange experience, didn't you? Uh, was it five or six years ago? Yeah, we both did. We, 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 we went to Leeds, which is a big city in England. We got on the train and we felt that a passenger on the train was watching us a little bit too carefully. We were a little bit suspicious of this guy, so obviously we remembered him. We actually got to Leeds, and of course he was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, we did some street work in Leeds, gave some tracks out, got the banner up, did some witnessing to people, and he was still lurking around in the city. Uh, and we thought, something not right, this guy's demonic. And then, of course, the next thing is we got the train home, and the guy was on the train in the same carriage mm. as we were. And he actually got out to where we lived, got out to our station. Well, of course, we challenged him, didn't we? Tell us what happened, mm. James. We challenged the guy. Yeah. Well, I walked over to him and I said, you've been following us all day. Yeah. Three train three, three train journeys going yeah. to Leeds and three train journeys going back home. Yeah. And this guy was in every train that we were on and, and in the same carriage yeah, that we were same, on. In the same city. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Had a London accent, I seem to remember. A London accent, yes, very strange that. And then I think he got up and walked away, and I think we left it there. But that was never resolved, what that was no. all about. Very yeah. uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, a little while after that, I was standing at the bus stop waiting for a bus to get into town. It's easier for me to get a bus sometimes because our city is never anywhere to park. Um, and a car pulled up, and a guy looked out, about 40, and he said, hi there, and I said, hello there. Because we do a lot of street work, people remember us, but we don't always remember who they are. You know, we have a yeah, conversation, yeah. we forget about it. And for all I know, I could have had a conversation with this guy two years ago, three years ago, about the Bible. So I always keep my mind open that maybe he recognizes me, but I don't recognize him. He said, how are you? And I said, I'm pretty good, thanks. He said, do you want to lift? And something in me taught, said to me, don't get involved here. I said, no, no, I'm all right. He said, are you sure? <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to lift. <laughs> And that was very uncomfortable. And then a couple of weeks later, a car pulled up. There was two guys sitting in there, and one of them had a map on his lap. And he said, could you tell me where there's such and such is? And I said, will you go down there? He said, well, I've got the lap on my map. Sorry, the map's on my lap. Could you come and show me where it is? That would have meant that I had to put my head through the passenger side to look at this and I'm putting myself in danger. And I said, no, and I stood back. And he must have thought, this guy's so... So standoffish. I said, yeah. Down there and ask someone else. But I was very uncomfortable with the whole situation. And someone said, do I want to live? And I say, no. Uh, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I'm not getting in the car with you. And I didn't get in the It wasn't early morning. wasn't early it was morning. Very early, very early morning. I never knew who the guy was at all. And then my bus came along. But we've had all sorts of things like this at people. But as I say, if you do street work, people do remember you but you yeah. forget them, and they suddenly say, oh, hi, how are you? I was talking to you a couple of weeks ago. And funny, we, we, do you remember, James, we, we were going somewhere to pick up some tracks, and we stopped off at one of the service stations. Yeah. A guy came out, and he says, is it James and Patrick? I've seen you guys <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. This is the car park in uh, that, that, you know. He was okay, there. though. Yeah, he was he okay. He was okay, and I said, absolutely. We had a chat. We had a quick prayer. We gave him some yeah, tracks. We did. But yeah, we did. he had recognized us. 
Yeah. Uh, and that that was that was that was pretty good. This is I think I think twenty years of experience, you get to discern the, the good spirits from the bad spirits. Yes, you do. Yeah. And people said in the past, this could have been an angel. No, this wasn't. This wasn't an angel. No. This was a demon. By the yeah. attitude, yeah. by the demeanor, by the eyes. I mean, if you've done twenty years of street work, as we both have combined, in yeah. fact, more than twenty years now, you get to read people quite uh, quite easily. And that guy putting up in the car, yeah. almost almost arguing with you to get into the car. So strange. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy ah. wanted to put my head into the car into the car through his yeah. window to look down at this map on his lap, and he plunges a needle into my neck or something. <laughs> and, I back and he must have thought, "Wow, you're an antisocial guy." But you do get the sixth sense, you know, when you're on the street. You do. Um, you do. And you you can weigh people up very very quickly. Yeah. It's always in the eyes, isn't it? It's in the eyes. You can see the time wave. Yeah, it's true. People. Yeah, uh, you've had it, Marge, as well as I do. Uh, and then some people. But people do tell you a lot of things. I remember James years ago, uh, he was talked to this lady and she told him that he said, do you remember that lady you spoke to? And she said, um, I'm a bit depressed today. My son was murdered some years ago. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. And uh, they do p will confide in you things which they've never confided in anybody else. And people have told me all sorts of things. They'll never see me again, but they do confide these sort of things into you. And I think you had a prayer with this lady whose son had been murdered and she was feeling mm. the anniversary of death. They will tell you things when you witness some people on the street corners. You found this out, haven't you, Martin? People over uh, I, cer I certainly have. I mean, if anybody's in doubt, that strange, yeah. dark spirit, sorry about. Um, yes. When I was, I think, 12 years old, 11 or 12, um, <clears throat> obviously way before I got saved, um, but obviously a child. So I was playing with uh, some friends of mine and uh, mm -hmm. there's like this wooded area uh, and the wooded area is surrounded by this uh, metal fencing. And mm -hmm. uh, obviously me and my friend, we went in there and there's some other friends of ours in there and a few other ones that we'd never seen before. And uh, uh, of course I was giggling around and playing around and they kept on saying, be quiet, be quiet. So I was obviously curious to see, uh, yeah. you know, why they want me to be quiet. When I went to had a look, they're on the floor. Uh, they had a Luigi board, and oh. they were doing. They were yeah, yeah they were doing something yeah. with it. Were they? Yeah. And uh, yeah. and and I <clears throat> and I said, "What's that?" And they said, "Luigi board. You better you better you better um, not interfere, or you'll be punished." Yeah. Yeah. And yes. uh, I said, to, "Of course." My response was uh, laughing at them, and they says, "You better stop laughing." And then I, yeah. I deliberately was laughing, laughing, and of course. When I left there, which was about five minutes later, I didn't participate in it, of course. Uh, yeah. I jumped over the fence, which I jumped over many, many times. Mm. And I fell completely on the fence and ended yeah. up in hospital for two weeks. Wow. Two weeks in hospital. That was Amazing. before I was saved. Yeah. Um, since I've been saved, uh, I've came across something which is uh, way beyond and darker than that. Uh, a loved one um, who had a stroke-like episode. So they, she couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She could mm. not eat herself. Uh, it was basically, you know, like a reversal back to being like a baby. She yeah. couldn't toilet herself. Um, yeah. So she was we're talking about she's in hospital now. So she's on a hospital ward. Uh, it's it's afternoon. The fluorescent lights are on. Everyone, you know, it's very very busy. There must have been about um, 
uh, on this particular wing of the hospital, there's probably about six patients. Um, anyway, I was feeding with a spoon the food to the member of the family, bearing yeah, in mind she couldn't talk properly. She definitely could not walk. She was on a, a drip and various other things. Um, mm. And as I was feeding her, all of a sudden, you know when you mentioned about the eyes? Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> the eyes definitely changed. And, yeah. um, and, and, and bearing in mind, she couldn't speak. And she spoke. Yeah. She said, it's coming. And then I said, what's coming? And, then I, and I felt something. Mm. Awful. Demonic. Really demonic. awful. Demonic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely demonic. Awful. Yeah. Bearing in mind, you know, it's busy. There's noises going yeah. on. The lights are on. You know, there's nothing. I, the last thing on your mind, I mean, I was feeding, you know, yeah. a loved one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and all of a sudden, she just rose up out of bed pulled all the different things wow. off yes started speaking yeah. in a very strange language mm. and got up on her feet and started to destroy the ward wow. so obviously the staff came running i did what i could we got it down and it was there were seven of us in total four mm. nurses doctors myself and we were really really struggling bear yeah. in mind this person you know couldn't toilet themselves could not walk they, they could barely the eat they get this strength from somewhere uh, incredible strength yeah they yep. injected they injected her with something and uh, it took about three or four minutes to take effect and then um you know we got her into a, a very sleepy uh position but uh yeah i mean as she said that there's definitely a presence and it was behind me now further to this when when i actually left the the the, the ward four o'clock in the morning i get a phone call from the staff uh, and i hear all this commotion going on in the background and they said can you come quickly to the hospital we, ca we can't control this person and i thought straight away i'm not, I'm not a doctor um but she took a turn for the worst after destroying half the ward, and she ended up in intensive care unit. Now, if I could just complete this little uh, episode with you. She was on life support, and she was on a, a, a ventilator. And um, when I was there, I called other family members to come. Uh, one family, it was only two people at a time were allowed in. And when the family member came, one of the closest ones, um, we sat down. Obviously, she's unconscious and she's, you know, been, um, uh, you know, on all the machines and different things. And uh, he started to, to cry. And I said to him, I said, don't you, don't you, don't you think you should be praying to the Lord, turn to the Lord? And he and he said to me, he says, he says, I don't need the Lord. He says, I'll put my faith in them doctors out there. And I said, so even in a time like this, you will not bend the knee, will you at all? Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Going, going on from that, 
uh, eventually she did improve and come out to the she was still in the uh, intensive care unit but she was off the ventilator but she was still like yeah. in a coma and mm -hmm. i did speak to brother james at the time and he suggested read some scripture and <laughs> this is very very surprising when i started reading the gospel of john every time i began to, to read and obviously low close to her so the rest of the uh, uh, patients wouldn't be you know um, mm. interrupted a body started to groan and make noises wow. and i thought at first i thought for thought at first i was just you know a one-off thing so i stopped reading and the noises stopped i started reading and the noises came these rumbling no yeah. noises the, and then the i stopped yeah and then i did it again and the number so i knew it was definitely to do with the reading that's the most profound thing that's ever happened to me and it's very real it's very true yeah i can believe it yeah yeah we were we were in cambridge some years ago do you remember patrick very strange town came uh, not cambridge uh canterbury cambridge we've done cambridge and canterbury but we were in canterbury and uh met this very strange lady do you remember I do indeed, yeah. Just give us a bit of background to that, if you can remember. That was a strange day. We, it, it would be about um, 06. Yeah. We were, we were doing some street work down in Kent, lovely county. And we were in Canterbury, which has got a long history. Canterbury, of yeah. course, Thomas Beckett and all of that. And we were working with an elderly uh, brother who was with us. And um, he'd come out of the Plymouth Brethren, I believe, hadn't he? um he was in the, the open woman, brethren he, he was in the open brethren and the woman came up she took it back she said oh she said i'm brethren she said i believe one of your members is my brethren and thought, how does she know this anyway we called him yeah. over and she started talking to him and she started telling some things about his wife who wasn't very well who had recently been committed to um to a hospital you're breaking up yeah can you hear me there? can you hear me yeah you're, break, you're breaking up slides. Just go yeah, again, she, please. Um, he, she knew about his wife, his wife, I think it was, or a member of his family who'd been um, sectioned into a, a hospital for such a psychiatry, and he didn't like that. She knew a lot, and she also said something to me about my family, and she knew something about you as well, James. And this woman was able to know something about us, events that had happened years before. So we can't, we can't hear me. Can you hear me now? Can you hear him? Can you oh, hear me yeah. now? You're okay now. I keep talking. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't no. hear you. Just keep going. I, can't, hold, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Now. And we, we suddenly said, yeah, we, we've got to get out of here. This woman's a witch. She knows far too much about us. And we walked, we, we left yeah. Canterbury. That's a, we've never been back since. <laughs> and we had, a, we had a sister with us as well, didn't we? We, we had, had a sister, sister with, us. with us. And her husband was very cool to what she was doing. She was doing a lot yeah. of street work. And she was very, mm -hmm. a great Christian. She really was enthusiastic about it, but her husband kept putting her down. And this woman knew all about this as well. Um, yeah. So she was about 60, and I think the woman was demonic, no doubt about it, but she knew a lot about our families uh, that, you know, even we didn't know about. <coughs> so we suddenly said, we've got to go. We got up and left. And uh, we, we, we got mm -hmm. in the car, we drove away. We've never been back to Canterbury since. We're talking about cars. That was a very strange event. Was it about 10 years ago, Martin? Maybe not 10 years ago. It was about five years ago. You woke up to find yeah. somebody been tampering with yeah. your car? 
Yes, that's, that's, that's right. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realise. I think, you know, when you, as you mentioned before, when you're doing, you know, work for the Lord, you're outreaching, mm. you know, you're being active, very strange things w will happen. Um, yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, one day I was out driving the car, everything seemed fine. Uh, and, of course, in England, we've got the roundabouts. And as I was going around, the, the car started to make this very strange noise, and I was losing mm -hmm. the steering. And uh, by the blessing of the Lord, there was a, a service station nearby, a garage where they uh, do various repairs. Um, and I immediately took it, took it there. It was making a real nasty noise and it was wobbling. Um, and uh, when he inspected the, the car, the mechanics inspected the car, he said, uh, someone has uh, loosened the nut bolts on your wheel. Mm -hmm. You're lucky, to, you're yeah. lucky to, be, to be here. Yeah. Murder. yeah. I said, could it? I said, could it have come loose itself? He went, no. Yeah. Somebody's done yeah. that. Deliberately done. Deliberately yeah. done. The, yeah. the devil that, getting didn't it happen to you twice. Was um, that, didn't happen to yeah. you twice, Martin? Yeah, I've had a few things with with the, regarding the car, James. I don't know whether there's someone out there who you know had some sort of a vendetta. Maybe he didn't like the gospel track that I gave him, or or her. Who knows? Yeah. 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 And talk about street without a doubt. Do you remember when we went Eastbourne, Patrick and Martin, about three or four years ago? Yeah. Those trumpets, not those a, trumpet players. Not a very. Well, yeah. Those trumpet, not a very. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We you were street work. Martin, they got very upset with you. Threw one of my DVDs on the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we had five yeah. trumpet players from Romania. I love music. Yeah. So does Patrick, and so does Martin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to be, I used to be a musician as as Martin, but when you got five trumpet players standing behind you <laughs> playing at full speed, <laughs> yeah. uh, full volume, while you're trying to do street work, it's really awkward. And we had five yeah. trumpet players standing right behind us. Do you remember that, Martin? Yeah. Yes. For yes. three hours, yeah. the whole of Eastbourne yeah. High Street. Yeah. And they stand right behind us. Stand behind us. Behind yeah. the horns. And I think when we moved, they moved with us. <laughs> yeah. And then the police car turned up, and the police the police got out of the car, started to watch us very carefully. Yeah, yeah. Then we gave out oh, those free Bibles, and those those kids came over to get the free Bibles. Yeah. With some pretty That's intense right. conversations. A lot of difficult yeah, very bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Very bizarre. Right. But Martin, Very you were strange then, didn't you? A couple of weeks ago in one of your local parks, just, what happened? Yeah, just well, not the not the local park, James. Um, okay. Uh, this this is just a few days before Halloween, um, so I go to take the car in for a small repair, and uh, of course he the, the mechanic says to me, "Can you give me a couple of hours?" I says, "Yeah, that's fine, fine." Um, so I thought, well, doing this, I'm not obviously not going to have two hours of idle time. So I had some tracks on me. I thought, well, I'll have a nice walk. It was a beautiful day. I'll walk to the local town. It's a bit of a market town, Willingall. So I head towards Willingall. Uh, beautiful trees, by the way, you know, with fall. Um, and the first thing which was strange was I went past a medical centre. I noticed all the Halloween bones, skulls, cobwebs, spiders on the window. And it was greatly decorated i thought that's a bit over the top and when i looked closer at the building it said on it nhs medical center which for the mm. host who may be listening in america it's actually the national health service in england 
And um, there was a sign up there, um, like one of these posters. Uh, are you suffering from um, mental abuse? And right next to that, they've got bones, skulls, web spiders. I thought, well, what they're teaching in there? The occult. Mm. <laughs> so that was the first thing that I thought really, really strange. Um, but uh, as I walked through it, it's a lovely market town, by the way. Bearing in mind, everyone's sort of like trying to keep a partner, this two metres apart. Uh, mm. You wear your mask. Um, and there wasn't many people about. But it, it was very, very strange because I was um, walking, just looking at the various shops. And as I stopped uh, to uh, look on the uh, the phone, um, I had, you know, that feeling when you feel someone's right behind you. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah, well, yeah, I did. I looked yeah. around. Bear in mind, everybody wants to be apart. No one wants to be together. And mm. I looked around, and there was these two guys, and they were right close. And when I looked at them, they were then messing with their mobile phones as if, you know, yeah. oh, we're looking at our mobile phones when there was yeah, something yeah. like, real, yeah. And I thought, well, yeah. so I'll go on my way. <clears throat> I'm looking in at a window. Next minute you know, there's someone right at the side. Right at the side. And yet again, I'm, I'm, I look at the person. He doesn't look at me and he just keeps looking in the window. And and this went on when I was walking around this this uh, small town. It was as if they wanted to be as close as they could possibly be to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I felt that was very, very strange, uh, uh, bearing in mind that everyone wants to be a part very, very, very strange indeed. That was a very bizarre day. It was almost like um, when I was looking at the people, uh, is this a zombie town? Is this really yeah. zombie town? Because that's what it seemed like. Very odd day Do you remember the outreach we did in, uh, oh, where was it? 2014, the year we baptised you. The oh, house yeah. we stayed in. Remember the big house we stayed North, in? North Wales. North Wales, yeah. North Wales. Yeah. And you, yeah. Were you coming to us or leaving us and that? Branch fell down and almost smashed the windscreen. Yes, was it no, that was, no, that was Hastings. Uh, uh, Hastings. That was Hastings. Yeah, I hired a car, hired yeah. a car, and uh, of course the car developed into being like a hot cake, something you didn't want to have because yeah, you take out the insurance for this, insurance for that. Um, but, of course, any scratches and minor things, you, you have to pay out your own pocket. And um, when I uh, was taking the car back uh, to the to the the, play, the garage where I had it from, uh, lo and behold, I was going down the road. This is like a country, country road. And the only thought in my mind was, let's get the car back without any mm. scratches. And lo yeah. and behold, as I was going... A branch of a tree and a good big one as well came down right mm. onto the car and went along the side exactly what i didn't want to happen however by the grace of god there was no i don't know how it happened but there was no it made a right bang and clutter and a scrape but Sorry, when i wiped yeah. it out when i wiped it over there was no remaining marks yeah. on the car yeah. and uh, that was a blessing that was a blessing that was a blessing so many stories any thoughts patrick yeah not really, no. I mean, as I say, we have to realise that we're doing the Lord's work and the devil's doing everything he can yeah. to prevent us from doing it and to hinder us in many, many ways. Yeah. He's had 6,000 mm. years to do this. He tempted yeah. Peter. He tempted David. Who else did he tempt James? 
Oh, John Mark, the uh, Mestre. Many of Paul's Mestre. friends. Mestre. This is one, one of his, so only, only Luke. Uh, yes. And, uh, yes. No, only Luke and uh, somebody else is with me. All, uh, all the others have forsaken me. So to work on you very, very easily. Get six hours. Oh, yeah. 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 But anyway, um, I think perhaps we we'll call it a night, shall we? Or has anybody got yeah. anything else to add? No, I think that's to some of the snapshots, some of the strange events just, we've had. A, yes, Martin. If I just may just mention, because some of the uh, uh, um, viewers in America, they may not know this, but in the UK, you've probably heard it uh, in the news, James and Patrick. The, uh, we've got a, a nurse called Lucy Letby. Yeah. Uh, beautiful looking nurse. I mean, she, she's probably yeah. about 23 years old. What a, what, yeah. what a wonderful looking. You wouldn't think it's at all. She's murdered eight babies on the neo, neonatal yeah. ward. Yeah, she's attempted to kill a further 10. And from what I've read, they, they believe she may have killed actually 28 babies. Wow! Now, yeah. how many years is this going back? You tell. Um, I think it, the first one was the the problem started in two thousand and fourteen. Something wow. she's like twenty three now. She's twenty three now. I'm not sure if she's twenty three, but she looks twenty three. That's what I'm saying. She's, she's probably older than that. Um, she was in now. court this probably. morning, wasn't she? She was in court this morning, and I think she failed. She was asked to plead guilty or not guilty. She just didn't answer. So there's obviously some um that's demonism. That's demonism. Yeah. Yeah. Demonism. yeah. Normally yeah. you would say guilty. I bet she's guilty. into the occult. I bet she's dabbled with the occult. And I believe this nurse Martin, she was a poster girl for the nursing times for recruitment yeah. drive to get young women yeah. to become nurses. She was the poster girl yeah. for it, her face. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, I think down the line we discussed the occult because it's such a dark subject which really has a uh, has a hold over women yes martin finish your point please no you you're absolutely right but it, it, at the end of the day this this is it this is it isn't it? there's people who are oppressed by yep. demonic spirits there's people who are uh, obviously possessed. um possessed. that's it that's it possessed by uh, de demonic spirits and these yep. are the results yep. of it killing babies sometimes both. that's the results of it sometimes both yeah Evil Sometimes. times we're living in. Well, this is the Laodicea era as well, as Patrick did a while ago, you get the governments that you deserve. We've got Boris Johnson in, the, in this country, and uh, other countries have got far worse leaders, but we just keep pushing on, get the gospel out as and when we can. Any final thoughts before we wrap up this 90-minute message? Um, well, I, I thought I'd do a little reading of Psalm 23, if you'll uh, indulge yes. me. Please do. Uh, perhaps if you've got Please your do. Bible there, you'd like to read along. Psalm, uh, James is working through the Psalms at the moment. And I believe you're up to Psalm 9? 12. 12, yes. 12, you don't mind. I know. So he's a long <laughs> way from Psalm 20, 23. But um, I thought we'd end with this because it's the Psalm of David, of course. And nearly everybody knows. If they don't know any of the Psalms, they know this one. Uh, Psalm 23 to end our live stream. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. 
surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Wonderful. Amen. And of course, the footnote to that is that David knew where he was going when he died. Yes. Whereas yes. no other leader does. Biden doesn't know where he's going when he dies. The Pope doesn't know where he's going when he dies. That's Leaders true. of Russia, China, North Korea no. have no idea where no they're going when they die. Only the Bible believers know where we are going when we die. Yes. No doubt. Okay. I will dwell. I will dwell. I will dwell. I will dwell. The world. Yeah. Not I might. I will dwell. It's I will dwell. All the days of my life. Not some of the days. All the days of my life. In the house Any of the final Lord. thoughts, brother, before we, uh, brothers, before we wrap this message up? No, just thank yeah. you for getting us all set up, and it's, it's wonderful to see you both and talk to you both, and to cover a wide range of subjects, and uh, thank everybody who is with us at all. May they have a and blessing for the rest of the day. Thank you, Patrick. And that, those boards behind you, Martin, you've done the one on the left. What does the one on the right say? I can't quite read it. What's the one on the right? Being your left. Jesus, Jesus is left. the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Amen. Keep looking okay, up, people. <laughs> Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us, and we'll speak thank to you all you. soon. Thank God you, bless you everybody. All. Bless you all. Jesus thank you. Name. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Patrick. Amen. God bless you. Take care, Martin. Take care. Take care. God bless you both. Yeah.